The opinions and views expressed in the OC Show with Cameron Jackson do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Orange County, are you ready? It's time. For the best damn radio show in all of Orange County. What's it called? The OC Show! Right here, right now on KUCI 88.9 FM and Irvine. That's right. Once again, the sun shines bright here in Orange County. 354 days of the year. And as we look out to all the citizens of Orange County and ask them, donate, donate to KUCI and rain down your money on us. Because without your money, we are nothing. Your support is what is needed so we can continue to tell you about the evils of Michael Schroeder and Larry Agron and Beth Crom and Todd Gallinger and Michael Corona and Dana Rohrbacher. We here at the OC Show want you to donate to us. Bam, baby. Welcome to the OC Show. I am Cameron Jackson, your faithful host. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Yes, of course, it is the greatest radio show in all of Orange County. And I am the greatest radio talk show host in all of Orange County as well. I am the one on the air right now who is only telling you the truth about what really happens here in Orange County with our political scene. Nobody else will do it because they are all part of the establishment and afraid. Not I. If you're just joining us and you want to listen at home in your office, in the uh, jail cell, wherever you might be, go to KUCI.org. Click in the upper right-hand corner. That is KUCI.org. Click in the upper right-hand corner for streaming audio. The most important thing, though, right now is that it is FunDrive here at KUCI. Our one time of the year, two weeks, one time of the year that we are here to ask you to donate to us. We have people standing by right now on our phones waiting for you to call in and Damn it, I expect you to call in. Why? Because I know you enjoy this show. I know you enjoy KUCI. You enjoy all the awesome programming that we have here at KUCI. There is nothing like it in all of Orange County. Never before and never again. It is only us. We are the original ones here at KUCI. We are very excited about coming in and doing our radio shows. We are an all-volunteer force Say for a couple of people, uh, the big head honchos and the engineer are paid positions, but the rest of us, the DJs that are on the air, are not paid. We are here uh, as volunteers, and the station runs off of your donations. 
And we need your donations. We need you to call in 949-824-5824. That's 949-UCI-KUCI. That's 949-824-5824. And, you know, when you donate, it's not just you giving money and not getting anything in return. You will get something in return for what you pledge, a $40 pledge. And the reason we're asking for $40 first and foremost is why? It is KUCI's 40th anniversary this year. That is right, 40 years of independent broadcasting here in Orange County for you, the lovely citizens. $40, you get a CD of your choice and the basic package. The basic package is a KUCI license frame, a bumper sticker, and a special edition KUCI pen, all for $40. And you will know and you will feel good about yourself for having had contributed such a wonderful fee uh, for us here at KUCI. Also, $50 gets you the basic package and a CD and a KUCI t-shirt. Nothing better than that, baby. $75 gets the uh, basic package and one of the following, a KCI t-shirt and two CDs, a CD, two KCI KCI t-shirts, KUCI if I could say it, uh, or three CDs, or, or what is really cool, I love this one, you can get a personalized outgoing message from Henry Rollins for your cell phone or answering machine. Not bad for $75. $100 you get, uh, what, two gift certificates offered at $50 each. And we have descriptions for you when you call in. That's 949-824-5824, 949-UCI-KUCI. I want you to call right now because it is so incredibly important that we get your donations. I have had two donations, one pledge and one donation already to the show. Very excited about that. Uh, Attorney Kate Corrigan will be on after the half hour just to talk real quick, and we can thank her for that uh, wonderful donation. She donated $500. That's right, 500 big ones, baby. And I have a pledge from an anonymous donor for $250. So I want to thank that anonymous donor. Uh, He or she knows who they are. Thank you very much for that. I really do appreciate that. It does warm my heart that uh, two very um, nice uh, and close people have been uh, generous enough to donate uh, $750 on behalf of the OC Show for the station here, KUCI. So uh, you want to get onto the bandwagon with the rest of these people and make a donation. Five. Excuse me, 949-824-5824. That's 949-UCI-KUCI. Not a bad gig. Trust me on that. So what's on the show today? What do I have lined up for you? Well, uh, here we have the Corona trial has ended, and he has been sentenced. So I have a few things to talk about on Corona sentencing. I also want to talk about um, a couple little tidbit news items in Orange County that I will talk about very briefly. Uh, And also, I want to go over the propositions uh, 1A through 1F. Next week on the show, unfortunately, uh, I will be have like 10 minutes with you, 10, 20 minutes with you on the show next week because of baseball. I will get preempted, unfortunately, by baseball. So I'll have to go into the propositions today, but it is so easy on the propositions. I'll do it right now. It's no on 1A through 1F. If you want to say yes on 1F, you can do that. But remember, no's all the way down if you can't remember. And if you can remember, it's no's all the way down and yes on 1F if you want. And I'll go over what those are later. Let's get into Corona. Uh, Corona, as you know, was sentenced on Monday. And 
this was kind of the, there were two very pivotal moments of this trial. Uh, the first, of course, was what the jury had to say. And the second then, of course, was what the judge was going to say. And, you know, everybody who was in that courtroom was to some extent shocked that the jury did not come back on a full plate of guilty verdicts for Corona. They all sat in there, they listened to the same information, and there was a little bit of surprise. He was found not guilty on five of the six counts. The sixth count, which was a felony for witness tampering, he was found guilty of. Now, when he walked out of court that day, he said that he was completely vindicated and it was a miracle that he had uh, been acquitted. In his mind, uh, five out of the six was good enough. He was acquitted. He was vindicated, totally vindicated, completely vindicated. And, you know, at the time, and I said this on the show, I said if there's anything that's going to get that man in trouble with the judge, it's going to be that statement and their their partying afterwards. I mean, they were like high-fiving in the hallway, and they were just having this irrational, exuberant good time after he had been convicted as a felon. And they were partying. They had a $3,600 uh, party hosted by the, the attorney's law firm that night or soon thereafter. It was very, very, very much an ugly display uh, of his guilty verdict. He's a, he's a convicted felon. So fast forward to Monday, and the judge did what most observers, especially myself, was were hoping for and he sentenced him to time he got 66 months which is five and a half years he'll have to do 85 percent of that so he's going to do at least four years of that he has to turn himself in by july 24th barring uh any unforeseen circumstances now he's going to file an appeal and of course his attorneys are going to ask that he remain free on bond while he is uh appealing his case They didn't let Martha Stewart do it, so I'm hoping they don't let Corona do it. He got the full and complete $125,000 fine. Now, if you want to see some good articles on this, uh, Scott Moxley's article at the Weekly is uh, uh, one of the best as far as what happened in the courtroom during the sentencing. And you can go over to uh, ocweekly.com, and you can check out his article. It's one of the front-page articles this week. But even more interesting than that, and and this is what I want to talk about, is what the judge actually said. Frank Mickadite over at the Orange County Register, he has a column on page 2 of the local section each week, actually got a transcript of the proceedings. What... Andrew Guilford, the judge in the Corona case, spoke about when it came time to sentencing. And there were a few key quotes in there that I found very, 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 excuse me, insightful by the judge and really talked to the core of who Mike Corona was. And here's the first thing. Uh, Online. He says online, I believe that crime is actually worse than perjury because it involves another in the process, that this crime he's referring to, this crime that that Corona has been convicted of, which is the witness tampering. He says that he actually thinks it's worse than perjury because it involves another. I noted earlier that Mr. Heidel said, I'm not going to perjure myself. I think Mr. Heidel felt 
he had continued along the path with Mr. Corona, he would have been in a situation where he would have been required to perjure himself, and he broke away from that path, perhaps because he understood the significant seriousness of perjury. He says, a few years ago I wrote an article, and in that article I stated my concern about the diminished commitment to truth, especially in government, I might add. That's what I added at the end. So he talks about how Heidel was willing to break away from Corona so as not to perjure himself. But yet that Corona did not. Corona was willing to go down the path of perjury. That's very, very interesting. And it's very insightful. Hang on, I'm getting it. I love the one on coddling. The coddling one was a very good one. He, he referenced something that Corona said. One of the defendant's campaign promises, this is from Guilford again, one of the campaign, defendant's campaign promises was that he would be there to protect victims, not coddle criminals. Well, what goes around comes around. And I want to make sure that this court does not coddle any criminals. There will be no coddling here. There was... The theme of two Mike Coronas. The measure of a man's worth is what that person does when no one is watching. Everything someone does should be something that person would be proud to see on the front page of the Register or the Times. The Mike Corona we see telling a man to lie speaks poorly of your characteristics. That's a pretty darn good whip in there he is giving Mike Corona. And by the way, Mike Corona, according to Moxley, just sat in the trial and stared at him during this 28-minute uh, shellacking by the judge, uh, licked his lips twice, uh, but other than that was completely and totally emotionless. I, I'm wondering if he's wondering, well, anyway. <laughs> Who knows what was going through Corona's mind at that time? I can see him in another planet, in another world, whatever of his choosing. His uh, imagination was out there uh, somewhere else. If you're just joining us, this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. My name is Cameron Jackson. This is, of course, the OC Show. Talking about the Mike Corona conviction, what some of the things the judge had to say on this conviction, some of the things I thought were interesting. He talks about Corona's life and family. He said this, and I found this to be very interesting. There were like 30 letters. Actually, I think it was like 60 people wrote on behalf of Corona. And it's very interesting what he has to say about this. Mr. Corona, you've also been blessed with many friends who have written many letters. And I have read through those letters. I acknowledge the blessing that you have such friends. But the letters, I kept reading them and struggling with them because none of them helped me reconcile the man they're friends with the man they're loyal to, the man they like, with the man we saw at trial at that restaurant with Don Heidel when he thought no one else was listening. And, of course, he is referencing the transcripts, the wiretap transcripts of Don Heidel speaking with Mike Corona. Well, Mike Corona uses words like the N money, referring to black people in a negative connotation where he talks about having sex with various women and flying and personal jets and living the good life being sheriff 
and that unless there were any pinhole cameras, nobody's got the goods on them, and unless anybody has copied down serial numbers, nobody's got the goods on them. He goes on to say, and if I thought the letters could address that, explain that, reconcile that, I might have different views, but to me it left me with the impression of the two Mike Coronas we've heard about. Very interesting. See, the judge got it. The judge understood and saw that there are two Mike Coronas. The public Mike Corona that everybody thinks is the most awesome Mike Corona in the world, and that private Mike Corona, the one that is willing to skirt the law, use his power for his own purposes, and frankly, a Mike Corona that because of those serious flaws, having sex with various secretaries and women, using his power to to uh, fly in private jets and to hang out with the uppity-up crowd, it's because of those things, it's because of those things that Mike Corona ran that department into the ground and destroyed the reputation of the Sheriff's Department. Here in Orange County, of course. Uh, now, this is another thing that uh, he said. And I, and I like this because he slams the media, too. He slams the media. He says this about the partying that they did after, after he was found guilty of witness tampering. Again, I thank them for, the, for their service. He's talking about the jury. And he's saying that the jury rendered, he said that the fact that they let him off on five of the six counts shows that they were unbiased towards him. I might counter by saying they were biased for him. They let him off on five of the six. If you're going to say he's guilty of, of witness tampering, then he was witness tampering of what? The other five counts. But that's the planet I live on, which is a rational planet. These 12 people were picked very well by Corona's attorneys. If there's anything that they should be proud of, it's how well they picked that jury. Anyway, so he goes on to say, if you were going to thank the jury for their first five counts, the ones that he was found not guilty on, we've got to honor the jury for that remaining count. And I did not understand the unrestrained celebration and proclamations of innocence and complete vindication. I told you folks, I said it on this show numerous times, if there was anything that was going to bring him down, it was going to be that. And it sounds, by what the judge is saying here, that that was a very large indication of how he arrived at his sentence. Again, more cynicism, which is the curse of our time. A wrong message was sent on the issue of deterrence. I believe a wrong message was sent on protecting the public. He goes on in a different paragraph to talk about how the media, the media, some of them got it right, but most of them did not when it came to the partying afterwards, which I thought was very interesting on the judge's part. He actually did pay attention to what the media was paying attention to themselves. So, interesting on that. Let's see if I can get to that one. No, I don't see it here. That's okay. There's a lot. There's a, it's, it's, this thing is rich. Rich, rich, rich. It's got, a, it's got a lot of good stuff in it. 
Uh, he talks about uh, Heidel and Jaramillo and about, you know, hey, their sentence will be what it is. They get some, sure, you know, there, there's, you might think it's unfair because the attorneys were arguing that these guys have every reason to lie. Uh, and, hey, so their sentence might be less than Corona's. That's the, way, that's the way we play the game. That's the way the system's set up. And they also talked about how Corona will be just fine in federal prison. Safety's not an issue. They'll make sure he's safe. And most of the people that Corona had come through his jails, well, by golly, guess what? They went to state prison, not federal prison, because they're two different systems. Yeehaw, Mike Corona. Yeehaw. All right, what else? Da, 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 da. Mm, he imposed the full fine of $125,000, and the reason that he did that, if you're wondering, he had a range. He could have done $12,500 up to $125,000, and he felt that uh, it was important to send a message to Mike Corona, to his pocketbook, that he was abusing his public office the money that is going to come to, to, to the fine is from that public office. It's going to hurt him in the pocketbook where it needs to hurt him. He benefited greatly from being in public office and from defrauding us, the voters, because that's essentially what he did all that time. He was defrauding us. And so as such, he imposed $125,000 fine. Normally it has to be paid back in 30 days. He's giving him a year. So I'm sure somebody will, Hank Asher maybe, will come in and throw that down for him. And then last but not least, he's got to give his DNA, a couple other conditions. And um, speaking directly to Corona, I think he says it quite well. Uh, Mr. Corona, this has been a tough case for me. There is the issue of the two Mike Coronas, which, frankly, this is not the judge speaking. He's a sociopath, ladies and gentlemen. He's an absolute sociopath. No, no two ways about it. At the end of his sentencing, he walks outside, and he's smiling. Go to Yossi Weekly and check out their website. He's smiling, like, hey, no big deal. Back to the judge again. I've seen some of the public one, and there is much to speak well of him. The good father, the friend of those willing to write letters, but I've also seen the other side of Mike Corona, the one telling someone to lie. Now I've made my sentence. I hope well. I note that some people can make good use of of time in custody, Chuck Colson and others. I don't know who the heck Col- Chuck Colson is, but there you go. There are service opportunities while in custody. I hope you do that. And I hope while in custody, you listen to the better angels of your nature and come out a better man and better citizen. And I wish you good luck in that, and we're adjourned. So, with that, we are also adjourned here at the uh, OC Show. I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to uh, Kate Corrigan. She's going to, we're going to thank Kate Corrigan for ponying up $500 for the fun drive because we're doing the fun drive right now. And if you want to call in before the break or during the break or after the break, you can do so, 949-UCI-KUCI. That's 949-824-5824, 949-824-5824. Call in now. Start your donation process. We want to hear from you. We need your money. We need your support here at the station. It's only by your support that we can actually pull this off day in and day out with our all-volunteer force here. We are motivated. We are dedicated to bring you the greatest PA programming. That's public affairs, what you're listening to now. 
And, of course, music. Music you won't hear anywhere else in Orange County because we are the only independent radio station in Orange County that brings you independent music that you're not going to hear on KISS FM with Orion Seacrest. Seacrest out, right? So uh, you want to donate right away, 949-UCI-KUCI. That's 949-824-5824. You get great packages to pick from. You got We start with $40 basic package. You get a license frame, a bumper sticker, Bumper sticker and a special edition KUCI pen. With 50 bucks, you get that, plus a CD and a T-shirt. Uh, $75, you can get the basic package, plus a T-shirt and two CDs. If you spend $100, if you donate $100 to us, excuse me, you get the basic package and a combo of four items. T-shirts, CDs, gift certificates, and $200 or more, you're going to get gift certificates uh, valued at uh, $50 or 2 Gift certificates valued at $100. Just depends on how much you give. The more you give, the more you get from us. Plus, you get all this great programming. And remember, we only do this once a year from uh, for two weeks, once a year. I don't know the dates. doesn't matter because we're doing it right now, baby. So call in, please. It's very, very important. Uh, I'm. We've got people standing by right now to take your calls. It's 949-UCI-KUCI. That's 949 824 5824-949-58. Boy, if I could only say the thing. I'm, I'm thinking of so many things at once. My mind is just a sponge that's bringing everything in and taking it all out and putting it all together. It's 949-824-5824. 949-UCI-KUCI. Very important that you give us a call and donate to us so that we can continue running this fine station with fine programming just like this. I will be right back after these breaks. And uh, don't go away, because I've got more for you. Trust me, a lot more. Up next, Attorney Kate Corrigan. We'll say thank you to her for her $500 donation. Will you be next? I hope so. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is The OC Show with... Cameron Jackson. Just remember the opinions and views expressed in the OC show with Cameron Jackson do not reflect those of KUCI's management or the UC Board of Regents. And just remember, Orange County, who is your Superman? There's only one. Cameron Jackson is your Superman. That's right, Orange County. Welcome back. This is the OC Show right here on KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Uh, joining me on the line right now is attorney Kate Corgan. Kate, are you there? I am there, Cameron. How are you today, Kate? I'm great. How are you? Good. Well, you know, uh, Kate, I don't know if you know this, but we are actually running the fun drive right now this week. Did you know that? I do. In fact, I would encourage all your listeners to give... Uh, make a donation just like I have. That is correct, and that is why we are calling you today, because, Kate, you were gracious enough to donate $500 to KUCI. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you very much. That was very generous of you. Now, you are a former anteater, is that correct? I am. Actually, I'm a current anteater. You never stop being an anteater. Well, I guess that's true. And I'm not going to, uh, to, to ask you what year you were here, unless you want to tell us. Sometime in the 80s. Oh, outstanding, outstanding. Now, and you are currently one of the finest 
defense attorneys here in Orange County. Tell us a little bit about your practice. Well, I uh, have the good fortune to defend those who are are under investigation and under uh, indictment or under a felony or misdemeanor complaint uh, that are basically facing prosecution or some kind of governmental agency invading their lives. And so I do my best to make sure that their rights are protected and that they get a good result at the end of the day. Outstanding. Outstanding. That was very well said, Kate. Thank you. Yes. So uh, is business good these days? It is. That's, Business is very good. That's good. Now, does it get a little bit more busy in the summertime for defense attorneys, or, or are people taking a break then? What, what's the uh, busy time never, of the year? It's busy all year, all year round for anybody that does a good job. But um, all kidding aside, now it's, it's a pretty steady stream of business out there. Um, you know, there's a lot of activity, as everybody's read about in the papers, with white-collar crime and drug busts and that oh, sort of thing. It's never, right. we never were, a stop in business potential. Outstanding, outstanding. Well... Kate, once again, I want to thank you so much. It was very generous of you. This is Attorney, oh, Kate, t- Attorney Kate Corrigan was nice enough to donate $500 to KUCI. So real commitment from somebody right here in the community. You're actually right down the street from UCI. I am. I'm on Campus Drive. Campus and uh, Jamboree, is that correct? That's correct. That is correct. And how can somebody, if they want to get in touch with you to get the finest defense attorney in Orange County, how could they get in touch with you? They can either call me at my office at 949 949- Two five one zero three three zero, or on my cell phone, which is nine four nine six three three zero three hundred. And give me the office line one more time for our listeners. It's nine four nine two five one zero three three zero. And I actually put a link on my blog, theocshow.net. I have a link on my. When you see your uh, Kate Corrigan's name on my blog, if you scroll down there. Uh, It'll link right to your information as well. So, well, thank you. Yes. So, anyway, well, Kate, thank you again for coming on the show. I hope you have a great You're weekend. Welcome. All right, you too. And uh, thanks again for your donation. We do appreciate it. You're very welcome. Have a good one, Kate. All right, you too. Thank you. Yep, bye. Bye. So, there you have it. See, we are. We, the, it is amazing what you can do for this station with just a donation of $40. Uh, $40 is what we ask for for the start. You can call in 949-824-5824. That's 949-UCI-KUCI. I'll give it to you again in case you're in your car and you're fumbling with your phone right now. It's 949-824-5824. We really need your donations here at KUCI. It really is important for you to help us keep giving you great radio content, either with our music or our public affairs show right now you are listening to a public affairs show one of the finest in orange county i might add thank you very much Uh, but it is so important that we hear from you uh and get your donation because it's an all-volunteer force here we are are very excited to come in here and provide you with awesome independent unique programming we love to send that out to you i mean think about it just my show, for for example, where else do you hear the biting commentary about the real political players here in Orange County? It Virtually nowhere. It does not happen because the rest of the media, with the exception of the OC Weekly, are establishment media. They don't want to upset the power players. Here at KUCI, we could care less, baby, especially me. Call them out on the carpet whenever we can. You can't get that anywhere else because they're not KUCI. We are, baby. We are awesome. We are here for you. We need your support. 
Call in right now, 949-824-5824. That's 949-UCI-KUCI. We are here for you day in and day out. Trust me, we want to keep this up for you, and we need your help. So send in a donation now. Ask for $40 to start. That's 40 small dollars, but we'll take anything. But if you give us $40, you'll get something in return. We've got great packages available for you. Things like a KUCI license frame, bumper sticker, a special edition KUCI pen. If you pledge more than that, you can get a T-shirt. Even more than that, you can get a T-shirt and CDs. And even more than that, if you do 75 get this one. If you do $75 or more, you can get a personalized outgoing message from Henry Rollins on your cell phone or answering machine. Now that, my friends, is that's money right there. That's good stuff. I'd love to have Henry Rollins on my uh, phone. Now, here's something that I put on my blog. Talking about political power players. You know, I have been a huge critic, uh, gadfly in some circles, of Michael Schroeder and his husband, Susan King Schroeder. And I know that it, uh, it, you know, I'm out there every Friday calling them out on the carpet. I call them out on the carpet left and right over this corona thing. Remember who was backing corona for the last nine years up until the very, very bitter end? Michael Corona, who backs Tony Rakakis? Michael, excuse me, Michael Corona. Michael Schroeder, who backs Corona? Michael Schroeder, who backs Rakakis? Michael Schroeder. Who backs a lot of the big names here in Orange County? Michael Schroeder. Who backs Dana Rohrbacher? Michael Schroeder. Who's part of the Michael Schroeder crew? John Fleischman, Adam Pabolski, John Lewis. Who is Michael Schroeder? He is a very powerful man. And the question that sometimes runs through my mind, and many others I think have been asking, is when are they going to try and destroy you? That's me, Cameron Jackson. When are they going to try and destroy you? When are they going to try to stamp your little beady-nosed, beady-eyed face out? When are they going to put the boot right across your forehead and shut you up? You might be asking yourself that. When are the Schroeders going to take Cameron Jackson out? When are they going to take him to task? Well, you know, I don't really think you should worry about it. And I'll tell you why. Because if the Schroeders take me out in any way, shape, or form, what is that going to do for me, KUCI, and the OC show? What is that going to do for Cameron Jackson? It will legitimize me. That is absolutely correct. Not that I'm not legitimate, but hey, in the political status and structure and in the establishment, it will legitimize me. It will tell the rest of the people out there that I am a threat. And why am I a threat? Why would the Schroeders try to take me out? Because I tell the truth about what they are really doing in this county and what they are really about. That my friends, right there is why they would take me out, and that is precisely why they won't do it. That is why I have the ultimate protection to say what I want to utter, whatever I want about those public figures with my First Amendment rights under the guidelines of the FCC, because they don't want to legitimize me. And it's a beautiful thing. Trust me, it is a beautiful thing to be able to sit here and pontificate every Friday and tell you what they are up to and what they are all about. 
because my feeling is this. It might sound like a broken record to you, but to me, it is the truth. It is the truth that we need to get to most dearly in this nation in order to keep this functioning democracy current, relevant, and up-to-date. And I will not lay off the Schroeders one bit. I don't care if they come at me with everything they have. Why? Because I am secure in who I am and in my family. And if there's anything that I've learned in the past several years, it's you cannot take any of those things away from me. You can't take my family away from me. You can't take who I am away from me. And you can't take my education away from me. So you can do whatever else you want to me. But you know what? You only empower me. You only make me stronger if you come after me. So please, please do so. Because it will only raise my name and my stature and get me to where I want to be. So that, my friends, is why I have free reign to say whatever I please about the Schroeders. Because A, it's the truth. B, why would you want to go against me? Because you know I speak the truth. And C, if you do so, you legitimize me to the mainstream media. You bring me all sorts of attention. Remember, even if it's bad, it's good, baby, in this business. So please, listen to me now. They ain't going to do nothing to me. So there you go. That is my pontification on uh, what I think the Schroeders are going to do with me. Absolutely nothing. So there you have it. And even if they did, I'm still here, baby. All right. Uh, you know, a couple of other news things, newsworthy items that I ran across here. First of all, you know the eye shuttle here in Irvine? We've got this eye shuttle that runs around that Larry Agram proposed and had running with he and Beth Crom and Todd Gallinger or whoever else he wants over there. Larry Agram, of course, is the um, two-term... <laughs> because he was the bottom three in the elected three city council people. That's how unpopular he is. Bottom three. He's working right now to remake his image, I am sure, as all politicians do. Michael Schroeder, you might want to meet with Larry Yeager, and you guys can discuss how to remake your images together. And uh, basically, he's had his eye shuttle, and this was a free shuttle that ran all over, and nobody wrote it, and uh, basically burning a hole in the pocket of Irvine city coffers. Well, they've decided now that it's time to scale back the iShuttle transit system. That's right. Uh, time to say maybe this wasn't such a good idea after all. They're going to cut back on the service and save the city $600,000 in the coming fiscal year. Woo! But, uh, of course, the positive spend by Larry Agron, in the midday and weekend service was not successful. And acknowledging that is important, Councilman Larry Agron said... Remember, he's the two-year-termed councilman. He doesn't get the four-year term because he was last place. Got to remind you of that. Quote, I'm so glad we have spent the last year to learn the lessons so we can move forward. Oh, that's great. So spent millions of dollars learning a lesson just to be able to pull it back when everybody knew you shouldn't have had it in the first place for free. Um, basically, they charge a dollar for non-Metrolink riders. And they cut their number of midday routes in half. So very interesting there. They are actually well, and you know, I have to be I have to be fair on this one. At least they're recognizing their mistake and they are making amends to fix it. Now I'm not a big Larry Agron fan or Suki Kang fan or Beth Crom fan or Todd Gallinger fan. Why do I mention him? He's not on the council because trust me, he will be back eventually. Uh, can't go anywhere without Todd Gallinger nipping at our heels. But uh, that being said, though, uh, hey, I'm glad that they recognize their failure, that they are actually charging some money for it, and that they've been uh, smart enough to 
pull back and, and reevaluate what it is they're doing. So in, in that regard, hey, I can't slam them completely. Then another thing, the contract now with the Santa Ana uh, Unified School District, they're actually going to start doing the right thing. See, when the, when, the econ- when the economy goes into the doldrums, there are actually some positive results that occur from that. And here we go. Uh, the contract now, they want to cut back young teacher retirement benefits. Whoa. There you go. I'm not, uh, I'm not completely dissatisfied here. This is actually a good thing. Uh, Santa Ana Unified School District uh, had nearly 500 teachers face layoff in June. Of course, they got to keep their jobs. Go figure. They always say they're going to lay them off, and then they don't, or they say they lay them off. They're laying them off for the summer. They always rehire them. Come on now, folks. I mean, you've got to remember, it's scare tactics. They're trying to scare you. Oh, and after I get done with the story, I'll go over the propositions with you real quick. Uh, anyway, keeping on here, the new contract will end retirees' full medical, dental, and vision coverage at age 65. That current coverage runs now till 70, so they're going to get five years less coverage. And, heck, by the time you're 70 anyway, I mean, you shouldn't have any teeth, so it shouldn't really be an issue. But anyway, so they're going to cut that back, which is good. An estimated 800 to an 850 employees, all those hired after May 12, 1999, will be affected, according to the teachers' union. Well, bravo! It's about damn time! Spending way too much money on these benefits as it is, so they're going to pull back on that. That is a positive, my friends. I think we all need to... That's right. We all need to give the Santa Ana Unified School District a round of applause. They did the right thing. Now it's their job to keep it up. All right? So they're going to save quite a chunk of change on this. I'm sure five years is going to save millions of dollars down the line. Also, another interesting uh, story out of Orange County. Let me get through my pile here. I've got a pile of, of uh, articles. I wonder where that one went. What do you know? I didn't put it in. Anyway, the... Um, I was going to talk about it, but again, I don't see it here. Hold on a second. I know it's in my in my pile of things here, unless I didn't pull it out. But essentially, the article was this: that the the board of supervisors here in Orange County was going to reinstate the Planned Parenthood benefits. Apparently, they they pulled those out when the budget really took a dumper and said they weren't going to pay for Planned Parenthood anymore, and now uh, they're going to give that money back. So what political force is behind that? I have no idea. Here we are in conservative Orange County, and they're basically going against a conservative cause. So I guess we're not that conservative, or maybe we're just worried about people who have genital diseases or whatever it is out there that people do at Planned Parenthood. And get abortions. Oh, my God. Actually, Planned Parenthood does not do abortions, but they will recommend you and uh, find you one, uh, an abortion clinic, if you want one. So there you go. Okay, so here we have the propositions that are coming up. Uh, May, I think it's May 19th. That's right. May 19th, there's a special election for these propositions on the, on the budget. And if you're just joining us, you are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is the OC Show with me, Cameron Jackson, the greatest radio show in all of Orange County, radio talk show host as well in all of Orange County, bringing it to you live every Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. You know, we've got these propositions coming up, 1A through 1F, and these propositions are on the budget. And thus far, it looks like, with the exception of one of them, they are all going down in flames. However, you cannot be complacent on these issues 
They are going to try and scare you and say that if you do not pass 1A through 1F, the budget is going to go down in a ball of flames. You won't be able to get your services, and the complete state of California will crumble to a giant um, resounding halt, and uh, bridges will fall, the uh, oceans will rise, uh, earthquakes will occur. Any bad thing that you could possibly think of that could happen will happen if these do not pass. And that is precisely why you should vote to not pass these propositions, because we want California to sink into the ocean, because that is the only way you are going to get them to change. The only way you can get them to change the way business is done in the state of California is to make the state go insolvent. What they want to do primarily with 1A is raise your taxes for the next two years. It is a tax extension for the next two years. They're saying that it's a spending cap. It's a bunch of malarkey. They always find a way around their spending caps. They're going to raise your taxes for the next two years in the middle of one of the worst recessions since what Obama calls the Great Depression. I'm not quite sure I agree with that, but hey, uh, the jury is still out on that one. We will see when we come out of it how bad it really was. Nonetheless, here we are saying that we are in the worst recession since the Great Depression, and they want to raise your taxes. And it affects everybody, everybody, from the poorest person right down to the richest person. So if you look at the field poll, the field poll right now says that 49% on 1A are against it, 40% are for it. Here's the kicker, though. 11% are undecided. And that essentially is for the, the biggest two. Prop 1B, 1A is increasing your taxes for two years so they can raise $16 billion instead of cutting the government, because remember, the government has doubled in the last 10 years. The size of government has doubled in the state of California in the last 10 years. I repeat myself on it to drive the point home to you. It is a dire situation we have here. We are paying people way too much money. We have benefits that are way too glorious for the public sector. The private sector is going to have to pay for all of this, and they want to tax you even more. Prop 1B would allocate $9.3 billion to the schools to compensate for past budget cuts. My friends... If the schools can't do it with what they have, they don't need any more. They need to start working in the confines of the regular working class people like you and me. They need to start figuring out how to budget their money better. If they can't do it with what they have, I'm sorry, you're not getting any more. And that's what 1B is for. 1B is to appease all of these people for uh, coming along on board with this budget proposal. Uh, again, this one is just like Prop 1A. 11% are undecided on this. 40% say yes. 49% say no. It's that 11%, though. If they can get, if the, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his people can get to that 11%, we got problems, folks. We got real problems. This thing needs to go down on a ball of flames. No on 1A. No on 1B. 1C would allow the state to modernize the lottery and borrow up to $5 billion from future proceeds. This one's even going, this one will go down in flames. 59% say no, and again, we cannot borrow against the already borrowed against lottery. We just cannot do it. The lottery is meant for the schools. They have raped the lottery left and right, and those jerk-offs up there, they made the lottery insignificant because they started that Mega Millions thing, 
where we're in a pool with another state. So now the money gets divided up. When's the last time you've seen a lotto jackpot in the state of California that's in the 300 millions? You haven't. The reason you haven't is because we're spending half of our money out with this other other group of states, this other pool in the mega millions. Those, they're idiots. They got greedy, and it turned against them. Now we're bringing in less revenue from the, for the lottery. Proposition 1D would allow voter-approved tobacco tax funds now allocated for children's health and social services to be redirected temporarily to generally fund the uh, to the general fund to help balance the budget. Again, on this one, 40% say yes, 49 say no, 11% undecided. Again, they could win this one. Again, 1D, no. This money needs to stay where it's at. We are not here to let them get a budget. We do not. That's the focus of this, folks. We don't want the legislature to be able to enact this budget. We want them to go down in a ball of flames. The only way you get anything done is through rebellion. The way you rebel on this one is you vote no on 1A through 1F. No, 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 no. It's no all the way down because we want the state to go insolvent. We want the state to have to clear the decks and fix this problem from the bottom up, not t- fixing it from the top up because it's getting ready. To t- it's a house of cards that's ready to topple, and they want to add more cards to the top so that they topple it even more so down the line, and we're suffering with tax increases because of that. Prop 1E would also allow a voter-approved funds now targeted for community mental health programs to be redirected temporarily to the general fund, 40% yes, 51% no. You know why? Because it's mental health. You put mental health in there. Like you say children's stuff, they're a little less, they're a little leery on that. You say mental, mental health stuff, uh, let, screw the crazy people. Let them be crazy out on the street. You see how vicious we are? Anyway, 51% no, 9% undecided. That one, you never know on that one. That one could go either way. Again, though, no. They want to send the money back to the general fund. No, 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 no. They can't have it. The last one, 1F, is one that says basically if the legislature does not come up with a budget uh, on time or if it's a recessionary year or something to that effect, they can't have uh, a raise. That's what it is. You, they, they're not allowed to have a which, you know, come on, common sense. If we're in a recession, you can't get a budget. You can't have a raise. How easy is that one? That's 1F. So if you want to vote yes on 1F, fine. I'll let you vote yes on 1F. But no on 1A, no on 1B, no on 1C, no on 1D, and no on 1E. No's all the way down. No, 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 no. You just can't have your cake and eat it too. The political class has run amok in this country. We're not having it anymore. Bottom line, hands down, they're out. They're done. All of us are sick of them. I'm sick of them. They are complete buffoons. We've allowed them to become buffoons because we, we tie them down. We don't let them do their job because we're so afraid of them doing their job. And we treat each other like kids. They treat us like children. We treat them like children. And as a result now, we've got a $46 billion budget deficit. The state's ready to go down in flames. And, baby, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Next week on the show, I'm only going to have 10 minutes, so I'm going to go over, unless something really big happens between now and then, I'll go over this um, issue of uh, what Obama has actually gotten done in the first 100 days. And the long and the short of it is, if you don't get a chance to listen to me next week, is he's done nothing. Everything that he's done has been stuff that was prepped before he got there, and since he's gotten there, he's done nothing. 
hey, it's not me. It's the AP. The AP actually wrote it. And the Politico, which is a conservative blog. But, hey, they're accurate, so I can't ding them. Anyway, you know, it is his fun drive here at KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Uh, one of the greatest times of the year here. Uh, two weeks we spend out of the year to talk about um, you uh, and giving back to us because we are an all-volunteer force here at KUCI. We are uh, here day in and day out, 24 hours a day, student volunteers, uh, members of the community that are volunteers that come in and give you great independent radio programming. Up next is a great two-hour show called Disco for Your Health with Jeremy. Jeremy's awesome. He comes in here. He's got his mix done. He's got turntables that he puts out. He does a live mix for you virtually every Friday that he's in here. It's awesome stuff. I mean, Jeremy really, really, really is the quintessential DJ. He's excited to come in. He's excited to give you great, independent, unique music that you just won't get anywhere else. And you got to love people like Jeremy, uh, myself included. Cameron Jackson, here at the OC Show, I bring you uh, political topics here in Orange County. I tell you the truth about who the players are behind them. I try to bring people in here that can talk about these um, issues in a candid way. Uh, I, I try not to BS you guys on what's really happening here in Orange County. You're just not going to hear that from the other outlets, other media outlets, with the exception of the OC Weekly. The other media outlets are part of the establishment, and they just aren't going to give it to you. So call in now. Donate to us. We need your donations to keep us moving forward. It's 949-824-5824. That's 949-824-5824. 949-UCI-KUCI. I was lucky enough to have Kate Corrigan on earlier in the program. She donated $500 to KUCI. I had an anonymous donor pledge $250 to KUCI. We need your donation. It is so incredibly important that we get your donation. It helps us to keep the station moving forward. It helps to pay salaries. It helps for equipment. We recently had to buy a new transmitter. We need a, a new sound card so we can keep bringing you great um, streaming audio over the Internet. We need your help, and your donations are what help us to that goal. So 949-824-5824. I only have 30 seconds left before Jeremy comes in. Disco for Your Health is coming up next right here on KUCI 88.9 NFM, uh, excuse me, in Irvine. You know it's the end of the show when I start screwing up, and uh, or the beginning. And uh, it's been a great show. So I will see you all again next week. As always, it's... It's a pleasure to be in here each week with you guys, and uh, I will see you all next week. Donate to the, donate to the station, baby. 949-824-5824. That's 949-UCI-KUCI.